it's the 49ers cutback. It's 49ers cutback podcast time. The 49ers have been filling holes in free agency. There's one glaring need they still have, and that is at the nickel position. And there's a lot of options out there in free agency horse and a lot of different avenues in which the ways the 49ers can address it. What is the best way for the 49ers to address that hole in the nickel? Uh, for me, it's still to re-sign Kwan Williams. Um, that'd be great. He's got experience in the defense. He's played really well over the last couple years as a 49er, and I'd be very excited if they were able to bring him back. 100%. I agree with you there. I think he is the best option. He's the number one option. He's the most valuable option out there, and yeah. he might even be the most cost-effective option as well. So some of these other guys that we're going to talk about may command a little bit more salary. K1, the guy who specializes specifically in the slot, might not cost us too much. We might not have to break him off as much as some of these other guys. Yeah, I think it's surprising that he hasn't already been signed. I thought the Jets were going to be all over him, and he was going to be one of the kind of the you know first wave of guys off the board. Um, because that's how much we value him as 49er fans. But obviously, he's not garnering the same attention from other teams. Maybe it's some of the injury concerns. Maybe he just doesn't fit their scheme or they don't have a need there. But that's good news for the 49ers because he's definitely option number one, somebody that they need to lock up because if they do, their you know their secondary really starts looking good. I, I start feeling confident that they can win football games with them. A good defense last year, even with all the injuries, could be a great defense. You a re-energized pass rush to go with that secondary of Mosley, Verrett, and K1 Williams would be fantastic. But horse, if they're unable to lock down K1 Williams either because of money or he decides to take his talent somewhere else, who's another option that the 49ers could could use, whether that is on the outside and move Mosley in, or if it's on the inside in the nickel? Well, I think as far as on the outside, you got to look at Kyle Fuller, who's just released by the Bears. Bingo. Um, I don't know if he will fit the 49ers money wise i'm not sure what he's looking to make but if he is willing to play ball in that area he'd be a fantastic corner to bring in the bears had to let him go he was making too much money if he wants to come win some football games he can come play for the 49ers and we can put him on the outside and have emmanuel mosley um come switch inside and play the slot that is true. Uh, he his dead cap this year for after being cut was about nine million dollars, and then an additional three million next year. So he's getting a nice chunk of change, a good twelve million dollars still from the Bears. So you could get him fairly cheap, maybe on a one year deal. You might be able to entice him to take a kind of a one year prove it deal with all the the crazy stuff with COVID and the cap being kind of all over the place. He might be a guy that you get fairly cheap and might be able to get him for four or five million dollars potentially or he may be looking for a more secure long-term deal he isn't the youngest man in the world he is 29 so he's in his prime right now he's probably got about a good another three to five years of high quality playing football at the cornerback position so you may want to get paid accordingly for that only way to find out those to reach out yeah he's another all pro level player he reminds me of jason barrett you know, as far as like he can play man, he can play zone. So the flexibility the 49ers would have from a scheme perspective would be absolutely wonderful. Um, Money-wise, I'm not sure, like you said, if it works because I've already heard that he could get close to $10 million either from the Chargers or the Broncos. And the Broncos will be all in on this. But going to the Broncos doesn't mean you win. So if, if he's really looking at winning, maybe the 49ers are an option. I guarantee they'll make a phone call, see kind of where his mind's at. But there are teams out there that can still afford to pay him a lot of money. 
it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that Andy Dalton is the reason that Fuller got cut. They needed to sign Andy Dalton um, to be their quarterback. We talked about the desperation for Chicago, and man, it really just reared its ugly head right there. But there are other options as well. Of course, if Fuller doesn't work out, um, what other free agent options? I know there's a guy that you like that usually plays the nickels. He might have went to that school of the hat you're wearing. Um, Nikel Roby Coleman is oh, who you're it. referring to. Ah. Um, he played slot. He's been in, in the league six, seven years now. He's on the Rams. He was on the Eagles this past year. He's kind of an uh, not as good a player to me, but similar to Kwan Williams in the fact that he's a little bit underappreciated for how good of a player he is. He plays solid in the slot. He's a tough, good tackler, smart, veteran guy. And I think if we're talking these guys getting the money that they are projected at, he's more in the Niners' ballpark as far as salary. Yeah, no, definitely definitely a little bit more in the ballpark in terms of contract. Um, he's not a guy who's ever really put up big, huge statistical numbers. He doesn't have a lot of interceptions to his name. He's got some tackles. He can kind of do a lot of different things. He's going to be a good option. He's definitely not K1 Williams, right. but he is an option there that if the Niners are looking to fill in and get a guy who can kind of do a variety of different things, solid, fairly solid tackler, decent against the run, can play in that slot, like Horst said, fairly well. I think he's not a bad option. He's definitely a guy that they can look at, especially if they're not enamored or in love with someone in the draft. Yeah, I think he's an option, but I think I'd rather have Taylor come back and play that spot if I had a choice. I think he's got dog in him, and I kind of like his fight mm-hmm. and the way he's able like, to play. Like that dog. So, yeah, so I would choose him. If I didn't have Taylor and I had to decide between uh, Coleman or going with another guy out on the outside and moving Mosley in, I would probably go with another guy on the outside. And Alex, I think you have a guy that you're really interested in bringing in on the outside. Certain Malcolm Bootler. That's him. He's a, he's a fairly good uh, fairly good cornerback option. Uh, I know he's 31. He's getting up there age-wise. I know the money is the big concern for most people because um, they look at him and just think, yeah, what's, what's his cap number going to be? Uh, his 2021 dead cap now is only $4 million. So he had a $4 million signing bonus, dead million. That was his dead cap number. So he's got $4 million already on the table for this year that he's going to make. Um, he's definitely a guy that would want a shorter-term deal, I believe, because I think he wants to try and prove that he's still in the corner in the league. So he's a guy that would be willing to come to a team that's a winner, contender, that he can get something out of, that he can get something out of him, and he can get something out of them in the terms of a big contract in the future. So he's a possibility, but he would be a guy that you're looking at most likely putting on the outside, moving Mosley, uh, moving yeah, Manuel Mosley inside. That being said, that's a that's a big hope and a wish. There, he's going to have to want to take a smaller contract and a smaller deal, and there's no guarantee that's going to happen. Which brings the question, Horst, if they're going to be, you know, bringing in somebody like that to play the outside, why wouldn't they just run it back with Richard Sherman, bring him back now that he's found out there isn't a huge market for him? Would he be willing to come back with an incentive-laden deal and play on the outside next to, you know, Emmanuel Mosley and just run it back with the 49ers somewhere he feels comfortable with, uh, comfortable and a coaching staff he feels comfortable with? I, if he's smart, he would. Yeah. I mean, if, are you claiming that the man who went to no, he's a very intelligent guy, but sometimes um, someone's arrogance can get the best of them in these situations. I mean, sure, he can probably get more money from the Raiders or the Jaguars, or the Jets, or then the Niners will give him. But does he really want to finish his career playing on a five-win team, six-win team? Probably not. Or does he want to – I mean, he's been a winner his whole career. 
He has, except for that first year with the first um, year with the Niners. They weren't very good, but outside of that, he's pretty much been a winner his whole career. And why would he want to end it on a team that's not going to win? It's fair. If I'm him, I'm begging to come back. Uh, yeah, I would say that's a probably that's probably accurate. If I if I was him, if you're not getting the looks that you thought you were going to get from some of these teams, um, you're not going to get paid. You definitely want to come back. I just don't know if he's a good fit on the outside anymore, and I definitely don't think he can play in the slot. I'm not not. No, I don't think he can play in the slot. No, he definitely have to be outside in the cover three. Yeah, but that again pigeonholes us and limits the amount of things that we can do with our secondary. So I. As much as I, as much as that may sound great on paper and maybe even in practice and theory, it just it, there's, it, it just creates this handcuff for the defense and the secondary that I'm not a big huge fan of. And limits if you're gonna go with a guy like Sherman, it limits who you can potentially draft as well because you need guys who can fit that scheme and play in that role a little bit more. There's another guy potentially, Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, they released him. He he's available. He's out in the market right now. Maybe he's had his moments. He has his bright spots, and then he has his bad moments as well. But he's a very, very talented, very athletic quarterback. Well, he had a good year this year playing behind a good pass rush. That's true. So that just proves that you know sometimes pass rush can definitely make a secondary look better. He's somebody that fits the 49ers scheme and what they want to do. He's a big, physical, fast corner. Um, yeah, he would fit in. I think nice. You know, the fact that the Colts already replaced him now. You know, he's definitely going to be gone. So finding a spot for him to land is going to be. Very important. Of course, I don't know how you feel about him, but for some reason, I still feel like the best option is trading for Stephon Gilmore. The fact that the, the Patriots are still probably going to look to move on from him, more likely on draft day, get, get rid of him a year early before it's a year late. They don't want to give him a contract and they don't want to let him leave for nothing. What do you think? You Would you rather have you know that, that deal or would you have, rather have um, Xavier Rhodes? My thoughts on Xavier Rhodes, and but let me preface this with I've only seen him play a handful of times. I am by no means an Xavier Rhodes expert. But when no, I've you're not a Rhodes scholar on Rhodes. When I watch him, I see the same problem that you guys had with Richard Sherman. In that now he's more athletic than Richard Sherman right. is right now. Accurate. But that he can only play zone. Um, I feel like Gilmore can play either man or zone. 100%. Now, obviously, you're giving up draft capital or a quarterback if you want to pick up Gilmore. But um, I think if you just ask me who the better player is, I would much rather have Gilmore. Definitely would rather have Gilmore. Definitely would rather have him in the secondary. Uh, it really just comes down to cost, what it's going to cost us. If some of the rumors are true and that you might be able to deal him for a third and something else, then see a compensatory pick and hello Stefan Gilmore right but if that's not the case and it's going to cost you a second maybe or even a first or Jimmy you better have some uh some pretty in-depth plans of what we're going to do with the quarterback position or what you're going to do in the draft to maybe trade back and grab some of that capital back because there's a lot of talent very early in this draft yeah and I heard rumor about trading a third and a sixth for Stefan Gilmore and Nikhil Harry so that, that is something that has been rumored. I don't know if, how much truth there is to it, but I had heard it, so maybe that's a possibility. But if there was one guy in the draft, and now we have went through the free agency, if there's one guy in the draft, a nickel corner that you can see the 49ers taking a shot at, horse, who would be your one guy that you think the 49ers should bring in in the nickel? In the nickel, I'm going to go with, um, since I know you have multiple, I'm going to take one of the guys you really like, in okay. Trill Williams yep. from Syracuse. I think he's... A underrated player. I think he's a very gifted guy with the 
way he can move quickly in small spaces, I think he'll make an excellent NFL nickel corner. Highly intelligent as well. I yeah, mean, he, big he, time. He can pick up on just route combinations and schemes and where guys are going to be in space, sit, sit in one place and be able to play multiple routes at the same time. Highly intelligent corner. Uh, I'm going to go with, if you're going to go that route in the draft, Paulson Adebo from Stanford. Nice. Every every time I watch film on this guy, I love him just a little bit more, a little bit more. He ran the 4-4-5 the other day as a little pro day. So definitely got some speed there. He's a young guy, highly intelligent as well. And if you watch his highlight tape, he's basically a wide receiver out there. Are you going to play him on the outside or on the I inside? would probably say put him on the outside at the start, move Emmanuel Mosley inside. So right. if you're going to go that route in the draft, you put him outside, move Mosley inside, and go from there. Um, but if we're going to take a chance on a guy and, and go that direction instead of the Troll Williams route, that's definitely the guy I want to go get. Yeah, so I'm going to mention two guys because I don't want to miss either one. Is Asante Samuel... Um, who I watched many games at Florida State play smart. He's got that lineage of his, you know, his dad, and just he knows how to play football and he plays at a high level. He can play outside or inside, but for the 49ers, he can play inside at an all-pro level. And then also the other guy is Molden from Washington. Great guy. To me, maybe the smartest guy uh, and more and most instinctive guy. I don't care about his speed or his measurables because he's always in the right spot because he knows what he's doing. Um, I see him as a nickel corner initially, and then translating into a free safety eventually fantastic tackler it seems like he's always making plays um i was watching the uh, stanford film and he's playing in that game and i'm not even watching him i'm watching davis mills but i'm watching all the offensive plays and i just see molden making tackles over and over and over on run plays and on pass plays he's just he's just a really instinctive player and i like him. i think any one of those guys are options samuel will go earliest in the draft then Molden, and then Trill Williams, all of them probably late first, you know, late first for Samuel, second round for um, Molden. Mold, yeah, Molden, thank you. Gotcha. And then third to fourth round for Trill Williams, probably in the third, and he's a bigger guy in the slot, more Emmanuel Mosley build, a little bit taller than him, actually, I think. I think so. So, But any of those guys would be options if we can't lock someone up in free agency. Agree with you 100%. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. Who should the 49ers be going after in free agency? Should they be going after K1 Williams? Did we not name somebody that you want us to grab? Or do they just need to focus on the draft, hit up hit up the cornerback position there, add some depth, get young? Let us know what you think. And while you're down there, don't forget to like, subscribe to the page if you haven't already, which <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't have, and hit that notification bell. Yeah, make sure you join the conversation. Make sure you're on there. We have lots of fun talking with you. We'll always listen to what you have to say. And then we'll respond as many times as we can, as fast as we can. Not always right on time. True. Um, we are on the West Coast, so sometimes that creates a time difference. A little bit. But make sure you're there. And let us know. I am curious what people's you know thoughts are on mm -hmm. this because it's still the most glaring need that the 49ers have. Absolutely. They've made some moves, but we're not quite done yet. Yep. But until next time, stay safe. And you remember the right way. is always the 49ers way. Ooh, a wink.